0: It's time for another episode of Soul of the South Side. Coming to you live from the South Side and for the South Side. Not gonna lie, I'm in my fucking feelings right now. Like, everybody on social media is quick to tell a man to get therapy, seek help, talk to nobody. Bitch, fuck that! We just gave Lucas Giolito a five-run lead Why am I getting notifications on my phone saying we lost 11-9? Why? I tell you people all the time, we have to get rid of him. Trade him. He's the worst fucking starter we have in the rotation. You don't need a a medium vanilla ace when you got Dylan Cease and Michael Kopech. Why? We're going to be 10 games down at the deadline. You... Told me we had World Series aspirations. Well, why am I sitting at this fucking table recording this show with a bug up my ass because my White Sox can't win on a Saturday? You told me Saturday was for the boys. I'm sick of you. I was in-house Thursday afternoon with Vance, Alex. Had a great time. Um, The wheels came off that game. There's rumors going around that my fucking manager, TLR... Walked somebody with a one-two count. I don't know. I was high. The fact that everybody is hearing the same rumors... And showing me video evidence of this shit happening... Makes it hard to discredit it. I can't even defend my manager no more. And I love me some TLR. But bitch... Come on, G. One-two count, Trey Turner. And you, you walk him in the face an uh, OG and Max muncie that's one of the people you can't fuck with, you don't fuck with Max Muncie, okay, so you put your hand on the stove, you got burnt, I'm five and a half games out the central, three games under 500, when does it stop, what's it gonna take for Jerry, Rick Hahn, What's going to shake this up? What is it going to take? I'm going to have to get curb stomped on a Sunday by the Texas Rangers. What's it going to take? I'm tired. I'm tired of complaining. I'm tired of this fake bravado of being a White Sox fan. Because let me tell you something, bro. White Sox fandom is unconditional to me. That's like my religion. That is a part of me. So when I don't have this bulletproof vest that I could wear around the south side and out in public because my team is a fucking colostomy bag, that affects me. When I wake up in the mirror, that morning wood it ain't as hard as it used to be in 2020, you know, early 2021. This year, I'm limp. I'm like Ken W.O. in the cold. It's hard to stand up. You can't even blame the fucking lineup today. We gave you nine runs. I got production from LeUri, Danny Mendick, Jake Berger again. So what's it going to take? Fuck it. It's so bad for the White Sox. Rondahl got two hits. He gets hurt running out a single. How do you get hurt running out a single? Who does that? I think first base has killed more players for the White Sox than anybody. I mean, fuck is, is that the is that the boogeyman first base motherfuckers? I don't even want nobody to take a walk no more because they just gonna end up getting hurt going to first base. Let me th- and this is what irks me. This is what blows me as a fan. TLR, this is blood on your hands, bitch. After Giolito, you have an opportunity to put out the fire. So instead of going to Kendall Graveman, you went to uh, Kyle Crick. Then after that, you went to Bennett fucking Souza. You paid all this fucking money for a bullpen. Use it. Why you can't bring Liam in in the sixth? Because you're worried about who's going to cover the ninth? Fuck the ninth. The game is at the hands now. So when I see these mouth breathers, these push, pencil pushers, fucking pocket pull playing motherfuckers on Twitter coming at my manager, you know what? You got to eat that, TLR. You got to eat it. Me, other boys on bad guy radio, we defended you to the fucking death. And you're not helping yourself out. You're making us look like fucking mooks on the mic. we drop two or three to the Dodgers we're gonna drop two or three to fucking Texas I don't think we're winning tomorrow but let me lie on the mic and say I got fucking hope everybody's worried about what when, we're, when the division gonna show up bitch when are we gonna show up when is my rotation outside of Michael Kopeck gonna show up and I'm talking to my boy Dylan Cease too Frisbee golf playing motherfucker. Throw some Frisbees across the plate. When I got Austin Barnes out at the plate, I don't throw ball four, four feet out of the zone. Especially when goofies like Justin from BGR calls you an ace. Let me calm the fuck down because I might blow a vessel in this bitch. Well, and I got motherfuckers that's sitting on the internet too, telling a nigga to calm down. How could I calm down? My game, my my team is three games out, five and a half games behind the Twins. What is there to be calm about? I got World Series aspirations, so I'm not finna sit here and raise my own blood pressure up. I didn't drug King Mac into this shit. He's one of the people that's saying he ain't panicking. Why you not panicking? What are you blind? you not watching the fucking games.
1: Well, I mean, if you look at
0: the division,
1: it's weak as hell. And even through our, uh, through this, these trying times sound like we in a relationship or some trying time through these trying times, they still only, uh, four games back in the. L column as we talk now. so They
0: not even going steady, Matt. It's not complicated. They not going steady. This ain't no relationship. This one-sided.
1: But the division is not going steady. You know what I mean? Everybody for the streets right now. So it's not like uh we being left behind or anything like that. So to me, I'm not worried because the division is weak. You have guys like Eloy, Tim Anderson, Lance Lynn, these guys should be coming back soon. And then we can see how it goes. But right You're now, no disgusting. no panic in me. You
0: know? You're fucking disgusting. First of all, let me, let's talk about Eloy first. How good do you think Eloy is?
1: I think he's good enough when he comes back to at least hit anywhere from 15 to 20 home runs or when he's back. I think. We
0: can't even get that from nobody now. Aaron well, we, Judge, you got damn near 22. we getting it from Burger.
1: I mean he's supplying us with power. So
0: he a crave case right now, big dog.
1: Yeah, he's 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 hitting uh what what you and uh Junior like to say. He's hitting piss missiles all over the field.
0: Piss missiles. Yeah. Cock shots.
1: Yeah, all of that old strange, weird stuff
0: I like to say. Yeah, you know so You know, we gotta bring the genitalia to it.
1: If you got Burger playing like he's playing, you add Eloy Pop to the lineup, you get Tim Anderson back in the one spot. Uh, as of now, the White Sox have been scoring runs. I mean, the past game, uh, I can't think it off the top of my head, but I know they didn't score in like at least nine, at least seven runs the past three games. So the offense is looking better and better. You, you would expect the pitching to get back to its normal self as far as not giving up as many runs. They've been giving up the past, you know, three games. So to me, it's really yeah. nothing to worry about.
0: Well, when you got fucking Giolito, can't even get through five innings without trying to blow the game. See, people, people make me sick. This is what irks me, Mac. Tony's supposed to know when Giolito is done. It's just the fourth inning.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, why we got why we
0: gotta babysit everybody? You don't worry about Tony knowing when Kopech done.
1: He was at eighty three pitches. You know, I'm sorry if you're an ace. And you wore out after 83 pitches, I no longer can call you an ace. I mean, um, if we're really can you being fucking honest, imagine, imagine is probably Scherzer
0: the, getting pulled after 83 pitches, man.
1: It wouldn't happen. Gialito right now is probably the, it's between him and Cease, who's the third and fourth best starter on this squad uh. <laughs> right now. That's just being real. You know, and what and the crazy thing about both of those guys is, I don't know, they have some type of mental block where they can't get over the hump, where they can never, you know, seem to just go out there and dominate. It's like it's something always that throws them off. It's always something. Yeah, exactly. You know,
0: but that's $200 million worthy. It's not going to
1: happen. I don't see him getting $200 million from anybody, honestly. I don't see it happening. You know, the white side's got Kopech, though. He's blowing everybody away.
0: He pitched tomorrow.
1: Should be a W. You got Lynn coming back.
0: You know? I don't, I, but I don't know what to expect from Lynn. Like, I'm excited to get Lance Lynn back, but let's be fucking honest here. The team is trash without. Him. I'm not expecting Lance Lynn to save my rotation. And that's what he going to have to do. Because somebody's going to have to be a stopper at some point. That's why we inconsistent. Nobody is just stopping the well,
1: bullshit. Is. I mean, you look at his numbers, it's hard not to call him a, a stopper. I just think, fuck, when you have Giolito and Cease, and uh, Cease not so much, but Giolito, definitely when you have him as the ace of your staff, or you didn't coin him as the ace of your staff, and you've been getting these efforts his last three starts, woo, man. I mean, his last three starts, he's been getting run support too. I mean, it's just like wow, like he can't even hold solid leads. <laughs> yeah, you know?
0: uh-huh. it's it's like you can't stop your sandcastle from falling, man. It's it, and you know what's crazy? Let me be one hundred. This is my show. So I'm not finna fucking lie. If I wasn't a Dylan Cease stand, Michael Kopech is the only pitcher I got supreme confidence in in a rotation. So outside of me standing for Dylan Cease, the only real chance I feel like my White Sox got oh, every five days is when Kopech told a slap. Yeah. Cueto just got here.
1: I mean, rightfully so. You, you, it should be that way. I mean, what have you seen out of Giolito and seats that would say you should have supreme confidence in them? It's like
0: Frisbee and liberal votes.
1: <laughs> we seen, we seen seats just implode because Berger made an error at third. Uh, we seen Giolito implode this game and we seen them implode, you know, in Riddle. Tampa. Yeah, in Tampa. Uh, so it's like, what the fuck? And not to mention against the Astros in the in the playoffs, we seen them implode because the White Sox gave them like a two-run lead in, in the first inning or something like that, the first or second inning. And he couldn't put up zeros to, you know, keep the momentum going. So, honestly, they, they leave you with no confidence. It's like – Wait, hold on, wait. What's me, my saving
0: me, grace? How about that bullpen? Uh Yeah, like, with it, it's always going to be something. And then when you get good pitching games, that's when the offense scoring two and three.
1: Yeah, but I'm going to be honest, and it's just being real, my confidence in the White Sox this season is not even 100% based off them. It's the fact that we're in the division that we're in. Yeah, I don't see anybody running away with this division right now and to me the White Sox the White Sox still have the better of the talent overall in the division so that's what I have to roll with I think shit Vegas still has the White Sox as the favorite so if they Vegas drink and
0: smoke still, every day what do they know
1: <laughs> if Vegas still got them as the favorite they'll tell you something they 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 know they'd be knowing a lot more than us sometimes so and the White Sox playing like total shit, and they really hasn't haven't moved their, you know, line too much. I think the White Sox is at like one fourteen, uh, something like that for the bet for them to win the division. It's not they haven't even went to like plus something yet, like plus one eighty or one fifty, maybe one forty. Yeah. They haven't even went to that yet. So they tell you Vegas still got confidence in them.
0: White Sox playing so bad, it's got light skinned niggas like me grabbing grass, punching holes in the wall.
1: Yeah, every day. Like, I mean, you and Junior have an outburst every day. Junior like, oh, they suck, you know, and they do your, suck. And you and you have an outburst, the season is over. If if Robert don't hit a home run, the season is over.
0: That's where I draw the line.
1: <laughs> you know, but I will like to say something on your show. I think uh, I always talk about people overrating Johan Moncada, which they have drastically. Uh, I believe they overrating Giolito a lot, too. I don't think Ace and Giolito goes together. If you said he was a solid three-starter, maybe even a two-starter, I could swing that uh, that way, you know what I mean? But uh, I think I drastically overrated Robert. Not saying that Robert is a a bad player or even a trash player. Robert is a very solid player. But saying that he was Willie Mays type level was, I went too
0: fucking far on that.
1: And I, you know, a lot of people can't admit when they...
0: There's some real growth from you, man.
1: ...overstepped their boundaries on the player, but I I overstepped with fucking uh, Luis Robert. And... And to be honest, Luis Robert probably could put up a 30-30 season somewhere in his career. But I definitely uh, was drinking a whole bunch of fucking Kool-Aid too, and it was motherfucking cherry and watermelon too, you know, so. Uh, wow. A lot of fucking Kool-Aid.
0: I think uh, I don't, I'm with you, and the only reason why Luis Robert is going to be overrated is because when you take a step back and look at his numbers season after season, it's just going to seem like it's just not there. And with the white Sox being medium it's going to seem like his shit is empty calories. And that sucks because we could just watch Robert and see the power, see the speed, see the, see the perfect route to the ball. Every time I think we're wasting Luis Robert right now, because now the production that he does give us don't mean shit. I mean, look at look at what Jake Berger. This could be the best Jake Berger we ever see in his career, and it's being I mean, played for true. a sub five hundred team.
1: That's a great fucking point. We don't know if what Jake Berger is doing, he can sustain. So you're making an yeah. excellent fucking. This point. This could be
0: Moncada's fucking 2019 version of Jake Berger. It,
1: it could. It could be, uh, Eloy Jimenez's 2019 version. So yeah, you, you never you never know, but. It's like, man, it's just, with Robert, he's not like, like, Yoel Moncada, he looks great cosmetically. You know, he has, like, if you went and looked at him as a baseball player, you didn't know anything about him, you just seen him on the baseball field, you will be like, that's the fucking guy. That That's the dude right there. Uh, Robert is the same fucking way. You go look at him on the baseball field, you'll be like, hey, that's... That's the fucking guy. That's who we came Mama to see. Mama, that go that man. Yeah, that, exactly. But with Luis, he makes the game look easy. It's on defense sometimes. But you can see the effort level of Luis Robert. With Yoan Moncada, you never seen that motor. you never seen that dog in him. At least with Robert, you can see it from... The way he goes about his business on defense, the way he runs the bases, um, you know, uh, even his A-Bs, he's, he's aggressive up there. But the thing that's shocking me about Robert a little bit is the power numbers. I thought it was more power there. and Maybe it's, just, maybe it's his approach because he's sort of like Tim Anderson in a way, uh, not, not, Batting average wise, or you know, bat the ball skills, but he likes to go to right field. You know what I mean? He hits a decent amount of balls to right field. Maybe if he sold out and got maybe a little, you know, pull happy, maybe he'll, he he could hit for more power. But I'm I'm a little bit shocked. I thought Robert could be easily a 30 home run guy, 30 to 40 home run guy you know, somewhere in between that year in and the year out. And it's kind of shocking that he's not hitting more for power. I mean, his average is not bad. His His own base percentage is never going to be like super elite unless he can hit, you know, 310, 305, yeah, he he, something Yeah, he got to like be that.
0: 320 to yeah. where his own base percentage would look, you know, it would be right where we're talking about. And you, you make up an excellent point talking about Pantera likes to go to right field. That's the issue is pitchers catch him trying to pull the ball and they just pitch him away, knowing he's not going to lead off, uh, you know, uh, lay off those pitches. If you, if you look at his, uh, his stroke to right and right center field, it's a one handed finish every time that lets me know a big, strong guy is out in front, especially when he finishes with his hands in front of his fucking chest, pulling the ball down the line or squaring it up, up the middle. So that's it right there. He's not on TA's level to where he could stay behind the ball long enough to push that shit to right field. So, I mean, as long as he's still anxious, that's the shit that's gonna that's that's what's gonna happen. Pitchers are just gonna throw soft away, hard in to tie him up. You seen in the ninth inning when I said he ain't hitting the home run, he got tied up with a ninety seven mile power fastball.
1: Yeah, but he missed I mean, he missed a very hittable pitch in that sequence. I mean, yeah, so the did, first
0: pitch of the the first pitch of that bat.
1: So did Abreu, I mean Abreu in his sequence in this game against the Rangers, he missed a a very yeah, hit pitch. Right through a hanging slider too. Yeah. So I just it's just weird. Like with, with Robert like he going to be a 280 to 300 hitter. He's not going to ever walk a lot, so you probably never get that elite what they consider elite on base percentage out of them, 360. You know, the 400 or whatever. Uh, But to me, the more concerning thing is just the power. Like, I expect Robert, he's going to hit his fair share of doubles because he's fast, has elite speed. He's going to probably even get some triples. But I thought Robert had more home run power than he's currently showing. Uh, With T.A., like, T.A. is a different type of hitter. Like, I, I, I don't know how you could explain T.A., you know uh, Process You know how he got this great as a hitter But he's doing things That old school guys do As far as like Moving up in the batter's box Moving back in the batter's box Moving in uh, Moving out You know it's like He's making adjustments Against pitchers from pitch to pitch And like if you throw him A fastball on the first pitch He's gonna swing at it He's gonna make contact and it's gonna be solid contact somewhere, and it's like he's he literally hits the ball to right field in today's game better than anybody I can think of. You know what I mean? He looks like
0: a De- uh, uh, dark skinned Derek Jeter going to right field. Right? Yeah, it's, 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 I'm telling you, it's it's
1: amazing. I'm trying to think, like who goes to right a lot? Is J D well, Martinez? It used to be you,
0: Avisel Garcia.
1: Obviously, but I think J D Martinez used to. Yeah, J.D. He, still he, goes to right. Yeah, too, he goes to that right. That hot, too. It's like, uh, man, is, is T.A. just a special hitter, bro? Like, Honestly, T.A., he had two seasons where he hit around like 250, 260, maybe even 240. And he's still probably going to end his career as a 300 hitter. So, like, the adjustments this man has made as a hitter is fucking off the charts and ridiculous and with TA I don't expect power out of TA because he's never really been that power guy but the crazy thing about TA is he's going to have a decent slug because he's going to hit a bunch of doubles and he's going to slug somewhere around like 450 he he making even slug 5 especially this year but with Robert man I'm I'm a little shocked that the power hasn't presented itself more in games. And I yeah. think some of that is his approach. And I give a shout-out to Sox Nick. Maybe he can look at it, check it out. He loved doing the batting thing and seeing what hitters doing. But, man, I think it's because if you look at Robert, he goes to right field a lot, man. And mm-hmm. a lot of the times when he goes to right field, they're not necessarily line drives are, you know, kind of. Fly ball. You
0: know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, um, this is something I was thinking about this morning when I was getting high before work. Which I think we do. Yeah. I think Tim Anderson is the only player I would want in the next seven years to be on this team. Like, I think I could live without Luis Robert, even though you wouldn't want to live without his talent. You could replace Moncada. You're going to have to replace the old trustee. Hopefully, Vaughn be that guy. But everybody else is replaceable, from the catcher to all of my outfield. If Tim Anderson is the only person that I could afford to go through the future with, that's an issue for me, Pat. Because a lot of players, like Eloy, Luis Robert, which was still a smart signing because you can't pass up on that talent when you got it. But Eloy uh, and Yohan Moncada could probably plague me for the next couple years cuz I'm gonna have to pick up the motherfucking pieces if I'm the if I'm Rick Hahn or the next guy in charge and that's fucking sucks
1: Well, the thing is I don't I'm gonna tell you this right now I don't ever see like a white flag type of trade I don't see that happening and the reason I don't see that happening is because there's no way that Hahn could admit that he basically squandered all those fucking years, and that the collection of talent that he collected,
0: he was me. It was me. Yeah,
1: yeah there you go. Yeah, some of it was huff. You know what I mean? That headache type. We, uh, <laughs> you know,
0: but oh, it's a it's a motherfucking headache right now, Mac. I ain't gonna lie.
1: But so I don't see that happening. As far as like who I could you could live with on the roster. The the strange thing about the White sides, right? You would say. Tim Anderson, Abreu, Vaughn, Robert are your four best hitters on the White Sox, right? Uh, And the crazy thing is really only one of them has shown the ability to really be a power hitter, and that's Jose Abreu. So you got to think, your four best hitters T.A., he's a leadoff guy. So, you know, home runs is not a main course meal for T.A. But Robert and Vaughn, those are two of your top hitters. And we don't know what we're going to get from them power-wise. Like, um, any reports on Vaughn is kind of inconsistent what he could be Power. Some people think he could be a thirty home run guy. And I'm talking about this the national media write-ups on them baseball America. Um dot com. Um uh, our guys at 2080 baseball, shout out we we love and respect those brothers over there. Oh yeah and uh love Nick and Burke. But it's it's like you read it, you don't know. It's not isn't he's it's not set in stone that he's gonna be a guy that can hit 30 bombs, you know. And because of his speed. He should get a decent. I mean, he's not a speed guy, but he should hit for some decent. You know, get some. Yeah, he's gonna hit the ball over
0: somebody' here.
1: Yeah, so it's like, man, our our best hitters. We don't have we don't have one slugger really out of our best hitters, and, and even Jose Abreu power this year hasn't you really. You are allowing the thirty
0: six year old to just anchor the whole franchise, huh?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't expect him to, well, but I'm y'all just be saying, calling
0: him old trusty or some shit.
1: That is old trusty. Yeah, you know I mean he is yeah. Mr. Dependable But even his power Hasn't shown up Like it normally would have man so White Sox are in a weird situation Because they have Three guys That can hit for average Robert uh, T.A. Vaughn they can hit for decent averages Right uh, Old Trust he can hit for a decent average right But they out of all those guys that can hit for a decent average, none of them have really elite power. You know, yeah. so it's a weird spot for the White Sox to be in because they and then they bad hitters. It's not like it's not like, and I I don't want to say bad hitters, but let's just say they average hitters. It's not like that they are average hitters. Moncada, Grandel, it's not like any of them guys are like an Adam Dunn who can get you forty bombs. You yeah. know I mean? maybe maybe Eloy can, you know, but that's a maybe. We don't, we still don't know what we're gonna get from Eloy. Can he even stay healthy. So the White Sox are in a weird place because it takes so much of an effort for them to score. Like, like I slug on the team right now is Jake Berger. I think Jake Berger leading the team in home runs. So it's like, look how easy it is for us to score when Jake Berger hits a two run bomb or 3 run run. Like that's a big chunk of runs without that much of an effort. effort. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's what we don't like our, our high batting average guys is almost like what they do well is going to waste because they don't have a couple of big boppers behind them that can drive them in easily,
0: you know. Let me let me th- let me throw some shit your way. What if I told you the White Sox are the only lineup in American League where their sluggers need protection in a lineup? Like, you got to add damn near two guys that can hit 30 home runs in this lineup. The problem is what position you going to add them at. You Mm -hmm. you fumbled the bag at second base. You could have added it there with Marcus Simeon or Trevor Story. You fumbled the bag there. You can't get it out your catcher position because it's locked. Your whole fucking team is DHs, so you can't add it there. And oh, you fumbled the bag in right field when you could have solved this problem years ago. Hollering at Bryce Harper. How does Rick Hahn still have a job when you're so worried about fucking death? No angles of your team is supported because you're not going. Dra- you're not going to draft and develop pitching. The best thing you got under your name right now is fucking uh, Crochet. He hurt. Kopech, you better pray to God that he hold up. <laughs> mm. Fucking bullpen is expensive. Taxing. Nolan and void now because you don't have to fucking lead long enough to deploy him.
1: Yeah, the way- How does
0: Rick Hahn still have a job, Mac?
1: To be honest with you, I don't know. I never was a Rick Hahn guy. As a matter of fact,
0: I used to lick his fucking boots
1: As a matter of fact it's two reasons I ended up on your boy White Sox Dave list, And the two reasons is because I harshly Criticized Yoan Moncada And I harshly criticized Uh Rick Hahn So I don't understand how you have a job I thought he wasted a, a Great opportunity during the rebuild Where he got guys like Uh when he signed Robert and he signed, uh, I mean, traded for Johan Moncada, he got Michael Kopach. I personally thought, and I understand why he went and got arms. He got uh, Lopez and uh, and and Giolito in the Eaton trade. I personally thought he should have went for bats right there because it wasn't like the White Sox uh, needed arms at that time because they was doing a rebuild, so the arms really didn't matter. But you gotta say the Eaton trade wasn't really a bad deal because they have gotten two to three decent silent years out of Giolito. But the opportunity he missed was drafting a lot of young talent out of high school that played premium positions, that was athletic. He should have filled the minor league system with that. And then also taking advantage of, the international free agent market. And I'm not talking about just with the Cubans. He should
0: have signed. Still got Coca-Colas. He, he, he still got coca
1: Colas. He still should have signed a, a bunch of those young 16-year-olds, you know, and stuck with the same principle of getting young athletic 16-year-olds that play premium positions like i'm a big fan of the theo epstein model and that's exactly what theo does theo believe in drafting young premium athletic talent going to work in an international free agency market which is mm-hmm. getting more young talent and when he needs an arm he either pays for it or he trades for it and to me that's a great philosophy in baseball for winning. Because if you get young athletic as just look at T.A. And T.A. definitely should stay a shortstop. But I'm just saying, T.A., because of his athleticism, he could play multiple positions. Yohan Mankata, especially maybe three, four years ago, he was athletic enough where he could play multiple positions. Look at Luis Robert. He could play any outfield position Out there I mean right field Look questionable Because his arm I know you say He has a noodle But he could play All three outfield positions Legitimately Defensive wise Like he should have Stuck with that model He drafted Jake Berger It's looking Looking good Especially with what Jake Berger doing now And props to Jake Berger Man he come back From Torn Torn his Achilles twice It's a lot of guys Would have gave up And just said fuck it Because I mean That's a Very tough Injury to come back from is, is very difficult, and to have to do it twice and miss all of that baseball, he could have just threw his hands up and gave up. So salute! That shows you how tough that that kid is mentally. And I don't, want, I shouldn't call him a kid because he's a grown fucking man. But that shows you how tough he is. a big dog
0: on this roster. Yeah.
1: So, but if you think about it, he drafted all similar players. He drafted Sheets. He drafted Burgie, He drafted Collins. He drafted Vaughn. These are all really, you could say, unathletic guys and they bats have to be elite in order for them to matter because defensively they're not great. So Burger yeah. bat has to be elite in order to matter in this league. Von bat has to be elite in order to matter in this league. Sheets bat has to be elite in order to matter in this league because they're not going to do anything for you on the base pass. They're not going to be elite defenders, so that bat has to be gold. Same thing with Zach Collins. You see – Zach Collins' bat wasn't gold. Now, look where he's at. He's in the minor league system, and he's floating back and forth between AAA to major leagues, A to major league because his bat is not solid, and he can't offer you anything defensively. And Han drafts a lot of those guys. Thank, you know, I give him credit this past draft he did, Coastal Montgomery and uh, West Calf, solid moves. Hopefully this yeah, been year. He
0: had a bomb yesterday, too.
1: Hopefully this year he does the same thing. He sticks to that model. Hopefully he he learned his lesson. Hopefully he don't try to get on some, fuck, I need some bullpen arms. Let me go draft the bullpen guy so I can try to rush him to the fucking league before the playoffs or something crazy like that. No. Stick to the model you did last year, and I'm not going to overhype Coach Montgomery. I'm going to let him develop. You know, sit in some of that, uh uh get some of that fucking Louisiana seasoning on them like it's a fucking sea uh a boil
0: or something. But well, Hillary got some uh yeah, you know. some hot sauce
1: in that motherfucking purse. <laughs> so but ho- hopefully that's where it, where it, where it goes, man, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean hopefully Rick Hahn ain't the one doing the draft. I mean, if all goes well, we got another suit in there. Like I said, I used to be a Rick Hahn guy. Traded for my boy Caesar Hernandez, my boy uh, Craig Kimbrell. But at the at the best, the White Sox been meh, medium, lukewarm, microwave. That's the best we got out of the last five years.
3: Yeah. And
0: then when the, when the sun sets on this, who knows? Who fucking knows, Mac?
1: and i want- I want to say something too, as far as like okay, so in baseball, right, in order for you to have a weak bat, like okay, Izzy Smith's bat wasn't great, but it. his defense was so elite that it kind of didn't matter what he could do with his bat, because he played a premium position with the shortstop, and he was the gold standard of shortstops as a defender. With Yoan Mankata, Yoan Mankata is not the gold standard of third baseman as a defender. That's fucking Nolan Arenado, and he's nowhere near the fielder of a Nolan Arenado. I just say Nolan Arenado today on the bunt. Grabs the bunt, do a fucking jump throw, and throws the guy out of third base. Like, that's fucking elite defense. That's he's probably one of the greatest players we've seen at third base defensively. I guess maybe you could put Adrian Beltre if you want to go to uh you want to go back in the day, Brooks Robinson and all that. But that that's the gold standard of third base defense right there, No Leonardo. Mankata doesn't give you that. His defense is not enough to make up for his lackluster bat. So, if you, when when, uh, Eloy come back, that means Vaughn, because you got Pollock and Robert already in the outfield, that means Vaughn or Eloy is going to be DH. Berger is not playing second base. He can't. He can't do it. He legitimately can't do it He doesn't have the lateral movement He doesn't have the athleticism So To me And it may hurt people to hear this But Berger deserves to start third base Over Yoan Moncada Right now Now that's not saying Burger production is going to stay the same It might change And when it does change Then you got Yoan Moncada To come in like this to WWE Tag him in coach so, people need to get off that blind loyalty to players who are not producing. And then, I think last year a lot of people jumped on us. Because we said, when Tim Madden said, who need to step up? Yo, I'm Mankata, that he was calling Yo I'm Mankata out. People said, no, he wasn't. He wasn't calling Yo I'm Mankata out. That's not what, yes, the fuck he was, bro. Like, people need to wake up to the realities of what, it is. Yoan Mankata is. It, it it It's, I guarantee you, if you probably had inside sources in the league, it's probably people who question Yoan Mankata's effort level, his motor, his drive. How dedicated. I'm a stand and I'm one of them. How dedicated is he to the game? Okay? So, Berger deserves to be starting in third when Eloy comes back. He's earned that right. He's practically, you can damn near say he's carrying the team offensively. So show that man the proper respect. Is he great defensive third base? Hell no. But he'll be an even worse defensive second baseman. And uh, regardless of what people telling you, that second base defense doesn't matter, yes, the fuck it does. Any defense up the middle on a baseball field matters. That means catcher. Shortstop, second base, center field All those positions are important On a baseball field defensively If you don't have a good second baseman When your shortstop goes to turn a double play That means you null and void the great defense Of your shortstop If you don't have a decent ranging second baseman That fucks up a whole bunch of defensive opportunities In the infield You will lose a lot of outs because you don't have a
0: good defending second base. Ask the 92-93 Toronto Blue Jays how they felt about Roberto Yeah, I mean, playing baseball, catcher, second base, shortstop, center field, that's your spine in the diamond. That's the pitcher's best fucking best friend. Because he knows what's behind him and he knows what's in front of him. All you gotta do is keep the ball in the lot. Um, before we get out of here, man, we've been having fun on uh Brother Ray's Spaces, huh?
1: Yeah, I am enjoying it, man. Uh it is is you got sister Lee, she was spitting, man, you, you should have stayed on there. She was spitting hot fire on the Bulls and your boy Zach Levine and uh the route uh she think they need to take and also the White Sox and Ray Ray be on there, man. Just refereeing everything, staying fair is fun, and, and I mean Ray is a solid dude, man. A good dude, man. So I really enjoy it. I I I love the community he's building, and uh, and you know what is it's, it's kind of like a safe space or a safe place for just real ass people, man. So you know if you if you like sports bantering and you're not sensitive and you like to talk shit and have fucking fun, you know, kind of like you're sitting outside playing spades at a barbecue with the family or something, man, jump on Ray Spaces. 100, jump on Ray Spaces, you know, because you can have fun, talk shit, and Ray ain't one of those guys where you need a 1,000 followers for him to give you a mic. Ray giving everybody a mic, you know what I mean? Ray yeah. Ray giving everybody a mic and he letting them say what's on their mind. And it's fucking very enjoyable, man. And man, peace to that, brother. You know, and you a real dude. And I salute Ray and plenty much love to Ray on
0: that. Yeah, I don't know if you a good dude. Matter of fact, I need to see more. <laughs> so we're going to have Ray in the spaces on BGR next week for black and white. It should be pretty fun. Good uh, getting out of here. I just want to say I let Herb Lawrence, my co-host, Junior and Mac here talk me off the ledge last Wednesday. Now I'm sitting here on the 95th Bridge face first. I'm getting ready to fucking jump off the roof of Calumet Fisheries. I'm not playing with y'all, man. The White Sox are not making the fucking playoffs. Rick Hahn wasted my window. He threw a brick through my window. And with that being said, this was the soul.
2: I put a phone on you, yo, yo.
4: How do I see if my shit is working?
5: i put a phone on a leader, because
6: I'm a Is my join on?
7: Yo.
8: Gang. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
7: Okay, cool. Okay, bet.
8: Uh, Betty.
3: Oh, no, we're. Yeah, that. Oh,
9: wow, so this shit's just automatically recording and you're, it's going to be saved to your shit, Justin.
10: Alright, never mind. Fuck me.
11: I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Oh.
12: Did you allow access to the mic, Justine? I'll put a
2: phone on. Yo.
4: Yo. How do I see if my shit is working? I will
5: put a phone on a leader.
6: Is <sighs> my joint on?
7: Hi. Yo,
8: gang, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
7: Okay, cool. Okay,
8: bet. Uh, Betty. Oh,
3: wow,
9: so this shit's just automatically recording and it's going to be saved to your shit, Justin.
10: All right, never mind. Fuck me.
11: I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Maybe, I oh. don't
12: Do you allow access to the mic, Justine? I'll put
2: a phone on you. Yo.
4: Yo. How do I see if my shit is working? I'll
5: put a phone on a leader. (sighs)
6: Is my joint on?
3: Hi. Yo,
8: gang, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
7: Okay, cool. Okay,
8: bet. Uh, Betty, oh no, we're just
3: wow,
9: Well, so this shit's just automatically recording and it's going to be saved to your shit, Justin.
10: All right, never mind. Fuck me.
11: I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Maybe, I oh.
3: don't
12: You allow access to the mic, Justine. I'll
2: put a phone on Yo.
4: Yo. How do I see if my shit is working?
5: I put a phone on a leader.
6: (sighs) Is my joint on?
8: Yo. Gang. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
7: Okay, cool. Okay,
8: bet. Uh, Betty.
7: Oh, no, we're.
3: that.
9: Wow, so this shit's just automatically recording and you're, it's going to be saved to your shit, Justin.
10: All right, never mind. Fuck me.
11: I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Maybe, I
5: oh. don't
12: Do you allow access to the mic, Justine? I'll
2: put a phone on. Yo. Yeah.
4: See if my shit is working. I'll
5: put a phone on a leader.
6: (sighs) Is my joint on?
8: Yo. Gang. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
7: Okay, cool. Okay, bet.
8: All right. Uh, betty. Oh, no, we're... Just...
3: Yeah, that.
9: Wow, so this shit's just automatically recording and you're, it's going to be saved to your shit, Justin?
10: Alright, never mind. Fuck me.
11: I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Maybe.
12: Did you allow access to the mic, Justine? I
2: put a phone on you.
4: See if my shit is working. I'll
5: put a phone on leader.
8: Yo. Gang. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
7: Okay, cool. Okay, bet. Uh, Betty. Oh, no,
8: we're. that. Oh,
9: wow, so this shit's just automatically recording and you're, it's going to be saved to your shit,
10: Justin. All right, never mind. Fuck me.
2: Uh,
11: yeah. I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Maybe. I oh. don't
12: You allow access to the mic, Justine. I'll
2: put a phone on you.
4: Yo. Yo. How do I see if my shit is working?
5: I put a phone on a leader.
6: (sighs) Is my joint on?
8: Yo gang. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
7: Okay, cool. Okay, bet. All
8: right,
3: betty.
9: Wow, so this shit's just automatically recording and it's going to be saved to
10: your shit, Justin. All right, never mind. Fuck me.
11: I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Maybe. I uh... don't
12: You allow access to the mic, Justine. I'll put
2: a phone on oh, you.
4: Yeah. Yo. Yo. How do I see if my shit is working?
5: I put a phone on a leader.
6: (sighs) Is my joint
5: on?
8: Hi. Yo. Gang. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
7: Okay, cool. Okay, bet.
8: All right, uh, betty. oh no, we're...
9: Wow, so this shit's just automatically recording and it's gonna be saved to
10: your shit, Justin? All right, never mind. Fuck me.
11: I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Maybe. I oh. don't
12: you allow access to the mic, Justine? I'll put
2: a phone on. Yo.
4: Yo. How do I see if my shit is working?
5: I put a phone on a leader.
6: Is <sighs> my joint on?
8: Yo. Gang. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
7: Okay, cool. Okay,
8: bet. Uh, betty. Oh, no, we're. That's
10: that.
9: so this shit's just automatically recording and you're, it's going to be saved to your shit, Justin.
10: All right, never mind. Fuck me.
11: I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Maybe, I oh. don't
12: Did you allow access to the mic, Justine?